1: Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words and complete and utter honesty. But that's not going to stop you, is it? Hello! Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Lula Bell. I've missed you. I mean, didn't miss you. I did, I did. You're so energetic this morning. I, she is on one. I'm going to take the coffee away. I think, you know when
2: you get to that point of just over-exhaustion and you've been burning the candle, so it's just Like a, case a little of kid
1: that's overtired that gets really hyper and runs. That is Anna uh, That
2: is me today, yeah. But it is! Loose lips! Hello! Week five! I know. Can you believe it? I, no, I can't. I can't either. It's gone so quick. We're here. And do you know what? I, thank you as well for the amount of lovely comments that we've been getting um, from people that seem to be um, enjoying our, our, our prattling every week. Exactly. join We've in. had
1: so much lovely feedback. I love it when people message on Instagram or tag us in their stories. It's really, really cute. really
2: nice. We'd probably say if you are new to our podcast. Hello, I'm Anna Williamson. I'm Louisa Zisman. Uh, and every single Monday, we are here bringing you our opinions on the big topical stories of the week. And, in Louisa's words, generally chatting shit. Generally chatting about, shit. Yes, but the, the stuff that we, we have a look at and that basically most people are talking about. Yeah. Most people are getting a little bit niggly about, a little bit annoyed about. Bit itchy. Just yeah, a bit, bit itchy. This week, find out what made Louisa ask this. I don't know, why bring it up now?
1: And what made Anna say this? I think I George has left the planet. And every week we're reading your emails. Um, this week we've had a rather long email from a lady called Leanne. Hello. She says, would love to get your thoughts on stepchildren and how to deal with certain situations. Ooh. I know this could be difficult as neither of you have stepchildren, but I'm so, sure some of your friends have. We don't have stepchildren, but my husband well, I, is a stepdad, and I actually I did have a stepdaughter actually
2: oh, in my previous. Oh, say so did uh, she, she hasn't died? No, she's she's still here, thankfully. Um, but my ex-partner of, of five six years, he had a daughter. Really? Or has a daughter. Do you still see her? Uh, funnily enough, it was her birthday yesterday, and I spoke to her yesterday. So, oh, that's so good. I'm, You've
1: maintained, yeah, I, a bit of a relationship. I always
2: promised I would, and she's like, so I can sort of come at it from being oh, a stepmother. How old is she? She's now nineteen, but she, oh but she was twelve when I was okay. I, I stepped into to stepmummy role um, that's a difficult age. difficult
1: age um, so Leanne goes on to say to put you in the picture my partner is quite a bit older than me and has four daughters aged 30 20 17 and 15 wow Big age gap. We've been together for over two years and I have known him for 11 years so it's not like I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. August 2017, we found out I was expecting. That makes daughter number five. We told the children and the older two were happy. 17-year-old just said, I thought you didn't want any more kids, Dad. And the 15-year-old burst into tears. It was a tough time for me. I'd longed to be a mum and finally it happened for me and I wanted to enjoy it. Took some getting over. They turned it around, obviously, and now they adore their baby sister who's six months old. Next stop... Last week, me, my partner and the baby went on holiday for a week. During this time, my partner proposed. Congratulations. Once he told the children, again, the older two were congratulating us, but the younger two were a little bit like, this is too fast, we have to get our head around this. I can see some of it. Their dad was single for nine years before getting together with me because he wanted to concentrate on them and put them first. But all he wants is happiness and he wants his daughters to be happy that he's found someone who makes him happy. Of course the pregnancy and now this broke both our hearts when they didn't react like we expected. What are your thoughts? Are they at the age where it's a bit like suck it up, you're almost adults, if we want to get married we can? Or should I be a bit more understanding? Oh, definitely the latter. Definitely the latter I would tell them to suck it up. Would you? Yeah, I would. Okay, interesting. I mean,
2: (laughs) I know I can't... No, but I think they're both really valid reasons because only... Only you will know as their family unit and what they want, what is the most appropriate for them. And it's and obviously we don't know the girls,
1: so yeah. we can only come at it from, from where we are. I mean, the older one, 17, I'd moved out at 17. I moved to London on my own, mm. had a full-time job. She needs to get a grip. Well, She's got her life to live. They should let their dad... You know, live their life. The fifteen-year-old's probably a bit stroppy teen. Well, I think I think I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this
2: one. With, I guess this comes at it from having I kind of came into a little girl's yeah. life when she was twelve. Um, she was very adjusted to her parents' breakup as well, um, but there was definitely some sort of having to sort of re, rejig the hierarchy. What it is is what I would say with the with the with the younger two. It sounds like they are still they are still not quite as mature emotionally. They haven't developed yeah. as maturely truly, as the other two have, so they just need a bit more reassurance. Actually, is what I think, and a bit more that they're, they're still important. It's still important. And they're still loved, and I think th- this is really where it comes from. And I, from my my role as a stepmom, um, actually, ironically, I, we ended up having I wouldn't say a better relationship than, than me and her her actual dad. But kind, but kind of. Yeah. But I think because I made so much more of an effort to, to sort of tune into what she needed, and actually, I honestly think, and Mike, this is kind of me, you know, working with kids in a council level. I mean, you're a mum, Lou. You've got you know loads of flipping kids, um, but as long as you give <laughs> them boundaries and love and reassurance the whole time, of yeah. and, and listen to them, um, I think that's what's important. And I think, to be honest. Ask them how they're feeling and why they're feeling like they're feeling. Um, maybe
1: they feel really pushed out, like he's now got a new, whole new family unit and they're not part of that. So you could, uh, you know, the Christmas holidays, maybe take a break together if you can for a few days. Take the younger two. What, with just two. the girls? With just the yeah, younger two? I the, think that's a I'd great take idea. Take the younger two, your fiancé and the baby, and maybe just spend some more family time together. But I wouldn't delay your wedding, um or call it off or anything like that no, because agree at the end of the day you have to they need to adjust basically to it it's a sen- yeah it's a it. sensitive situation i think and- as well if you pander to it too much sometimes it makes it worse
2: well, yeah. And I I, th- I think, to be honest, like we always thought it's communication. Yeah, If they are feeling that... What I'm getting from this, though, is that they're not completely against it. It's just taking them a little bit more time yeah. to adjust to it. So I think you're right, Lou. I think what I would do with this, and I actually did this with my stepdaughter at the time, was make the effort to... I would actually say even husband and baby take out the equation yeah. for a bit and actually ask them if they would like to spend some time with just... Because they're
1: older, why don't you have like a mini hemp party with you and his other four daughters? Um, maybe if your husband's got a sister or something, go to like a little spa and just do a a day spa thing with you and the girls and just make them feel important. Maybe ask them to be involved in planning the wedding. Yeah. Make them, yeah. If you're going to make your invitations, get them round a little invitation making session or save the dates. Just make them involved. But I definitely wouldn't put anything on hold
2: yeah i would agree with that i think you have your life to live as well and you deserve it and it sounds like you're in a good place with with your soon-to-be husband and you deserve to be happy but what i would say is just keep that don't then they're obviously feeling a little bit fragile
1: about it so just like like bring them in bring them in give them a role make them feel super bring them in but also they need to suck it up <laughs> um thank you for emailing us, Leanne If anybody else wants to get in touch with us, you can email us at looselipspod at gmail.com. We do love hearing from you, so please email. We do read them. Especially the five star reviews. We like the five star reviews. <laughs> um next up, now I'm been a bit boring this week. Go on. Do you know what else has been boring about me this week? I was walking here this morning mm. and I realised I haven't left my house all weekend. Did you not? I haven't left this is the first time I've been out the house all weekend. Oh so, on gosh. Saturday, my mum took the kids out. Well, even the actual house or even the garden? No, the the, the, the property. The, the, I, I mean, haven't...
2: I'd like to point out she's not living in a two-up-two-down in the middle no, of the a 4 No, I four. Haven't,
1: haven't been out.
2: Just literally been cocooned. Saturday morning,
1: my mum took the kids out and I just pottered around, did some cooking... Prepped for like my Sunday roast. Can we just discuss this? If you haven't seen
2: Lou's uh, Insta on this, she's yeah. I noticed you were using the dining room, the new dining room as well. Yeah, I had a little bit of a stalk. That was one hell of a roast dinner, and also your food prep.
1: My food. Everyone email. Me. So I food prep because we always have. We've got a big family anyway. My parents live with us, so there's always a lot of people. And then I'm always like, "Oh, what are you doing to friends?" And I'm, will oh, come over. We're having Sunday rice. Then one of them texts me yesterday morning. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "You blatantly know what I'm doing. I'm making a Sunday rice. You obviously want to come round." Gearing up. For so it. come round. So mm. then I had another one. Um, well, another two added into the equation so I always prep a Sunday roast sniffer yeah, we have a, a lot Sunday of those in our sniffer. family there's always someone it's always my brother ringing round who's doing the who's Sunday doing roast Sunday. Yeah. so yeah we had a Sunday roast sniffer so he came over with his daughter but um I did stories on Saturday about prepping and so on a Saturday I'd always prep I'll peel my carrots chop them my parsley. I'll do everything prep all my veg do the potatoes and then I put them in sandwich bags and I put them in the fridge and everyone was like oh my god that's such a good idea I was like haven't you thought about this and no, I, I would have thought they'd, they'd go a bit soggy no, it's fine you just put them in the fridge the potatoes put in water splash of milk leave them out hold the front door right yeah. the, the milk thing I thought so does that work yeah it works keeps them like why they don't go bad so on Christmas Ooh. Eve this is like my Christmas Eve ritual is it yeah and this is what people should because we we have like a busy christmas morning everyone would if they have kids and they have all that going on That's oh, chaos yeah. so i'm gonna do i think like a christmas dinner video thing. lunch with lou lunch with Lulu. do you know what do that because i was yeah. like oh that's a really good idea so yeah i've been really boring i haven't left the house all weekend i was walking out like, oh my god i'm free Ta-da. but also on my boring thing when i was driving last week um, Hubby actually had LBC on in the car and I didn't change it because I started to find it a bit interesting. Go on. This is a sign I'm getting old. And all <laughs> over, LBC was about this um, Kavanaugh case. Is that how oh. you say the name? Kavanaugh, about, yeah. About the judge and the Brett Kavanaugh and the Dr. woman. Christine Blasey Ford. Yes. Ford. She's got a long name. A I long think name. she's... Well, I heard them call her on the radio Professor. Is she? Apparently. So anyway, she... Um, this has been, like, massive this week. It's interesting to me that it's been massive. So, basically, this um, professor, this Christine lady, is accusing um, Brett of sexual assault back from when they were teens. I don't know how old they are now. They're probably in their fift- 40s, 50s. I don't 50s? know. I mean, they, I mean, they're looking
2: fairly well on it. But it's, li- well, it's I, back I, in 82, isn't it? So, I think it's when yeah, they were 17. I mean, before I was born, yeah. before you were born. Well, well, I was a year old. You were a year old. I'm, yeah, I'm old. But, what yeah, so as you say, it's 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 a really interesting case, and it literally is the case. So, oh, he it's 38 years later. Thank you, okay. Deuce Rimogen. She's the Thank one that's you. helping
1: us. 38 years ago. But
2: it has literally, I mean, and it is one of these stories. You say, we were like, are we going to go political or not this week? We we're like, oh, no, we don't do politics on what we talk about. But actually, it is so much more than that, isn't it? Because it is it's all, just a, everyone's divided. And it's like, this is American. I am
1: a bit divided. A, it's American. Why is it taking up so much of, oh our, my God. of our time here in the UK? Even my dad was talking about it yesterday we actually care about the bloody Senate Judiciary Committee and the, who's the judges in America? Oh, the I don't really Court. care. The Supreme Court. Couldn't give a shit. I couldn't give a shit. Couldn't give a shit. But it's what it
2: represents, isn't it? So she. So basically, so if you have been living in a concrete bunker, so uh, Dr. <laughs> Christine is, yeah, it's, come, it's because um, Brett Kavanaugh has been uh, nominated to, to be part of the Supreme Court of Justice, which is like the big shiz. Um, she has, I believe, uh, according to reports, this is where she has for years. Not told anyone about yeah. this alleged a sexual assault when it happened in their high school days. At well, I heard that she that didn't tell
1: anyone, and then Ooh. she was in. I think this is correct. I was listening to her account. On don't the, quote us on on this the guys. radio. So don't quote me. But she was talking on LBC that the um, doctor who's claiming this, saying that it, she didn't even tell her husband until they had a therapy session, and then it came out, and so. I don't know but the thing how it's, I feel about well, the, all these things where people come out the woodwork a million years later and they start saying, Oh, this person's punched my bum. And the sexual assault, he, she was claiming um, that he pushed her in a bedroom with another guy. They turned the music up. He pinned her down on the bed. She thinks he would have raped her, but she had a uh, swimming costume on. Mm. So it was her clothing was obviously difficult to get around. And she then managed to run out the room. Is my understanding of her account of it, which is yeah. what I heard her saying on LBC. So it's obviously that's horrific. Mm. But that happened 38 years ago. They were teenagers. I think there's an element well, he of, And also he was... And she's even said this. They were both very drunk. Well, as in, she as wasn't, in the guys.
2: She, no, the guys, yeah, the guys, the, the guys the the were drunk. guys were. She
1: said she had one beer, so she wasn't drunk. So yeah, she's saying he was really intoxicated. And look, alcohol's never an excuse. But I think there's an element of young, teenage, dumb, stupid... Like alcohol's involved, it was nearly forty years ago. Why now? Well, that's the thing,
2: isn't it? It's, it's why now, and I and I'm guessing, um, you know, she's she's decided um, or, or cannot hold it in any longer because she's seen this guy that is going to be basically in charge of America's legal system or one of them. Uh, like I say, guys, don't quote us on this. We're a little bit sketchy on, <laughs> on some of the actual facts. But do you know what gets me though? And so I mean, but this is the thing, right? Both of them. Mm. are really plausible, I think. If yeah, when I, yeah. when you watch both of their accounts, both of their testimonies... So I watched hers first. So I was like, oh, my God, shit. You're like, okay, this is obviously something that has been really, really haunting you for a long, long time. Why you've decided to come out now, whatever. But oh, okay. But then know. I listened to his, and he's clearly very angry. He's very, very bitter about it. And he says to me, so I came out going, I believe you both. And yet... I believe but, it happened. But
1: one of them is lying. Well, I I, I believe that it happened. I think it did happen. Mm. But I don't know why bring it up now. Like, just get over it. You, I know that sounds a bit bad. Mm. But I just I just don't know. It's like this whole frigging hashtag Me Too movement. Mm. I'm so over it. I'm so bored of it. And also times, this is, I suppose people say, oh, it's no excuse. Times have really changed. We used to watch Jim Davison on national telly mm. um, with his, what was his character? Um, chalky. He oh. used to be Chalky with... Um, which is so unpolitically correct now. Mm. But that my point is that times have moved on. Different things are acceptable. You know, I used to walk down the street when I was younger and get wolf whistled at. Yeah. I used to go out and my bum would get pinched. I'm not like, oh, my God, I've been sexually assaulted I'm so scarred by it. Mm. Things have changed and things have moved on and now that's not acceptable. We would never put Jim Davidson on national telly, primetime TV now, being chalky. That would never happen. Yeah, but. These things have happened years ago. Things have evolved and things have moved on. And I think it's an element of just freaking hell, get over it. Leave it on the way behind. She's effectively trying to ruin this guy's life. She hasn't spoken out about it for years and years and years. And now it seems like she's bitter that he's got to the pinnacle of his career, the highest point at his profession that he can possibly go to. And she now wants a bit of revenge. That's how I see it. I don't doubt it happened. Right. Okay, but why now? Right. Mm. And it's just this whole hashtag me too thing that really gets my goat. like i think it belittles proper sexual assault things where people mm. have been walking through a dirt park been raped gang raped uh, completely abused and exploited do you think we're do you think, then think we're it,
2: blurring the lines i think on, it
1: does on... i think do you know what if someone's pinched your bum you have not been sexually assaulted mm. so don't compare yourself to someone that a, a pinch on the bum to someone that's experienced that your mm. your your space has been invaded. Mm. Someone's invaded your personal space and they've touched you and they probably shouldn't touch you, but you haven't been sexually assaulted. Yeah, again. But,
2: but going back to this because I think it is really important, like that because it is there are so, oh, so many blurred lines, and I think it is really important that women obviously and men do speak out if they yes. have been victims of assault.
1: Absolutely, that is unequivocally. But what there. is assault? But, and I think that's the key. But um, someone can ruin your life in the spare of the moment. For instance, when I left here last week, do you remember I texted you about this? And I said, oh, my God, I'm on the tube. And as I was going down to the tube, Mm. there was this girl, like, casually dressed, going absolutely crazy at this guy. He looked really professional, older guy, probably in his late 50s. And this girl was probably early twenties, um, definitely kind of seemed like she had a chip on her her shoulder. The whole tube, all you could hear was her shouting at him, you effing this, you effing that, you're a creep. So what had he done? You're this. Well, the gist of it that I got is that they'd been on a packed tube and he, she was saying, you've been rubbing up against me, you dirty bastard. And he was Frozen to the spot, and I was thinking, Jesus, if that was me, I would have just walked off. She was waving a book in his face, saying, "This is I'm reading about men like you. Ooh. This book is about perverts like you." So I'm then thinking she's a freaking nutter. Um, but this poor man, and it, you know, it made me think of my husband. Just that instant, this guy was just on his way to work in 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 a suit, and I felt sorry for him. I thought, God, in in a moment, his life could have changed. In an absolute moment, because of some crazy-ass girl. And I have to be honest, I think, I didn't see it. I wasn't there, but my thing probably was a patch tube. He's, he's bumped into her, been pushed and shoved. It was busy morning, and she's gone mental and taken offence. But if... It's so scary, you know, mm. how, how in that instant your life can change because yes. someone, a stranger, determines that. It's very, very frightening.
2: And it, it, absolutely, and I think, and it is assumption, and not to be confused with actual, because obviously, yeah. that we, on the flip side, that can actually happen too. But uh, so here's here's another sort of scenario, which is why I think we find this whole Cavanaugh um, Blasky Ford case so interesting, because. Um, because, you know, obviously, obviously sexual assault is never, never okay. But, as you say, we have to be very careful where those lines are and, and actually what... Cause because, let's be honest, in these two cases, his life is ruined, right? Mm. Whether he did or whether he didn't. Oh, he's, okay? he's That's marked. That's it, he's, That's finished. It, he's That's finished. finished. That's it, he, his, his, his card is marked, yeah. right?
1: Um, but also, I think hers is a little bit... Absolutely. Well, I, I think that um people will be very wary of her now, men especially, because... They'll be worried, but then if she, but then if it di- if it did happen, and she has been
2: carrying this around for thirty eight years. But why has she been carrying it around for so long? Well, a lot of tra- a lot of people with trauma they just cannot process it and just yeah. don't want to process it. And they put um, it in a box. And they put it in a box. And, and that is the way. And and actually, I've been reading a lot of re- reports from um, psychiatrists and psychologists who have who have looked at her testimony. And and I know everyone can can find different uh, sides of it, but they have said it, it is very plausible the way she has boxed certain things and come out with certain bits of information yeah. which do ring true with sexual assault mm. victims but here's the other thing um so if it is true i feel desperately sorry for her and it's a very public
1: platform for her mm. to have had to come out and actually have this sort and of, i did hear aired. her saying that um she wrote to different people in private and then she didn't want her name out there and apparently they then i don't know what they did they did something almost behind her back to to bring it to the for- forefront. Mm. And she didn't know that this kind of hearing or something was going to happen. Right. And then her name w- was out there. Um, so in some way, she did try and do it privately, but that... Now it's it, been it's such a public, public thing, public trial. So I just think for, for both of them, um, it is
2: whatever happens. It is a very public platform to have to talk about something extremely traumatic and extremely personal. But here's the other thing with this whole hashtag Me Too campaign is, again, I think we have to be really careful with it, as you say, because so someone very close to me, a male very close to me, um, when um, when he was um, right similar age, actually, to, 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 when, to yeah. when these two were talking about it happening, the whole high school party. Um He was at a party and um, everyone was just getting on as you do in a party and with a, and and obviously with a girl um, and they were in a situation where they were obviously having a little bit of a smooch and all that kind of stuff. Um, It didn't go any further. Um, It didn't. Um, And for whatever reason, uh, this young lady had other stuff going on in her life, um, but she she um, alleged, or no, she she told somebody that that this person in question had raped her, oh um, my God. and it wasn't true. And in the end, she admitted that it wasn't true. But it so was. Bad. She was very confused about about sex. About, about she was right. But this is it. But like you say, and then, but then uh, but I women, honestly, but, women
1: are so scary. But, but
2: but this is it. But but she so she she accused that of happening. Then after, thankfully, a very sensible conversation between the, both the parents, both the accused and the accuser, they realised that actually, no, she'd got the wrong end of the stick. She mm. wasn't very sexually um, uh, was it, experienced. Yeah. Um, and she got the wrong end of the stick. Now, do you know
1: what? That so happened. did she think she was raped because she kissed him? Yeah.
2: Well, no, she um, not because of kissing. That's but she an did, advert for but, sexual education but, in school. Well, quite right. <laughs> but she had accused him and it was and she admitted it was a bit of an attention thing as well um but here we are 14 15 years later for this guy and he still is extremely wary and very very worried about creating sexual Mm. relationships with women because he is scared of of going, what oh, oh, say. Oh, yeah, and I and I think we have to be really careful with that. I think we have to be really clear yeah. as men and women. But you know, obviously, but I think this whole Kavanaugh case. Um, I mean, people are now saying, you know, well done to, to Dr. Christine because she's, um, you know, she's that sort of figurehead now of the hashtag Me Too campaign. However, oh, I'm so bored but, of hashtag Me Too. Well, we have
1: to be careful I because think what if really, she's not really telling the, belittles- the truth? I think she is telling you I think something happened, whether it happened as severely as she says, I don't know i I think definitely something went on. There's too much detail in there, isn't yeah, there's there, I lots think. of detail, but I just I think it's very, very blurred lines, and you have to tread so carefully, and I think that things that were brushed off 40 years ago and now made into such a big deal now in 2018 and everyone's so aware of their bodies and my personal space and all this stuff mm. and you know it's just like for instance my granddad he always kisses on the lips there's nothing mm. in it Mwah. he always kiss. well I would always kiss on the cheek but my, it's just different people a different era a different generation um and I You're- think sometimes it's really really hard for the older generation to adjust now to to the rapid um, differences in society now mm. like even the generational thing with my dad will say things sometimes and I'm like oh my god dad you just can't say that and he's like oh blah 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 and he's not even old I mean he's he's 60 but it's there's such a difference now mm. um, between us and our parents generation our grandparents generation It's 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 frightening. It's scary for them because they just... Can't do anything now. Well,
2: as you say, it is that education, and it has, and you know, and it has sort of gathered in momentum. But, but yeah, completely. I know my my dad gets. My dad's a very tactile man, and he is. A, can I say an extremely appropriate man? He's just yeah. a very. He's a loving kind of yeah. guy. But he he now worries about what people think. Like he's, he was really upset actually a while Aww. ago because he he likes to have um, a bath with my son sometimes if oh, they really stay cute. over. And he said to me, he was like, "It really worries me now that people think that's in any way inappropriate yeah. or weird."
1: But people will be listening to this and think why is your dad bathing with your son
2: yeah and I just think if he's staying over for the weekend my dad yeah. every morning has a bath he just does he's, yeah. a, he's a bath not a shower kind of guy and if a little one wants to jump in and, in. and do beards and stuff yeah. you know with the bath foam with, with, with grandpa then he will I don't think there's anything wrong with that but, but people but people will question it so there you go so we are we are, well I wouldn't say we're divided I think it's just I think probably like the whole globe at the moment we're seeing this whole thing play out and oh, but I wonder how's it going to end one of them is going to be I don't think it's going to end well for anyone I don't actually. It's a very, very, oh, it's just a really awkward situation for everyone. But what is she trying to achieve that he doesn't become um, a Supreme Court judge? Basically, because she, and 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 you can argue, obviously. But he's
1: already a judge. This is what I don't understand. Why now? Why now, just because he wants to become a Supreme Court judge? Why? He's already a judge. He's already making decisions on people's lives. So, why, because he's now got the highest point of his career, does she want to stuff it up? And that to me screams bitterness. A a bitter, bitter woman that he's gone far in life when she feels so wronged by something that happened 40 years ago. And
2: I think that's the golden question, which they'll all be looking into as as, as, as to why. And if it's true, and.
1: Anyway, well, the we'll whole be... thing's all a bit unseemly, isn't it, Lulu? But it I think it's really interesting. Um, we'll be back with more chat after this little break. Hey yeah I'm Emma Coney Bear, the host of Match of the Bay podcast. Now, this podcast is not about football. It's all about the
2: players. We're not talking about the tactics. It's all about this. It's
0: captions like, oh, to wake up on a day when there's a sun. And
3: it's like, oh, that's cute. And then it's like, no, every day. If it didn't, we would
0: die.
1: So I replicated his header and um, it all went wrong because I knocked myself out with the football. Obama Obama Yang.
0: Yang. Obama Obama Yang. Yang.
2: Obama Yang.
1: You
0: You see? You guys. Hey, Arsenal, you owe me for that chant, mate.
2: Now you can find Match of the Bay on ACAST and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So if you want to search Match of the Bay, and that's
3: B-A-E.
0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Oh, and breathe and relax. Welcome back to Loose Lips, the podcast with Louisa Zisman and Anna Williamson. Now we are changing we're changing topic a little bit slightly, to something a little bit more light-hearted.
1: And or, hilarious. Or, well, yeah, well, yeah, it is, actually. We like picking up on these little, so, I mean, the other week we did about Bridezilla, didn't we? Oh so we God. like seeing what's doing the rounds virally, what's making people laugh. And last week, something made us absolutely howl. Yeah, it's you may you may have already heard about
2: it or seen it. I've asked a few people and and they have. Um it's doing the rounds on socials um, and WhatsApp chats uh, around the nation. Um it is a certain voice note from a very affronted oh. lady. Um if you haven't <laughs> heard it, take a listen to this.
3: And also, I think you've chosen the wrong girl to fuck around with. All of my professional career has been Literally, for companies that like you have no idea Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Michael net Netta Porter, British Vogue. I volunteer in the House of Lords for two Lords. I've never slept with a man and had him the next day fuck off and say he wouldn't meet me for a coffee or a drink, it's absolutely disgusting, I don't know what your attitude is to relationships and and things like that and sex but I don't take it lightly, I'm sorry but there are thousands of men that you can just have a one night stand with and that's not what I look for and you you would express differently the night before and I'm you know, to be honest with you, you you know, you've you've done well in a sense to even have the opportunity to have had any level of intimacy with me. The type of people I've dated and been approached by are, you know, real men, real men, I'm sorry, you know. Prince Charles Eckery, Leonardo DiCaprio, people of good standing, people that treat women with with some level of respect. Never have I been treated in such a manner and I'm really, really disappointed in you, George. I thought you were a much more integrous and um, responsible um, person and kinder than that. I just think, you know, you've got a lesson to learn that you don't go around you know doing this to women it's absolutely disgusting it hurts people and you need to have a level of responsibility how you treat people in life will come back at you george you know you need to treat people with much more respect you know and having also worked in property for cadogan estates the the sloan club you know i won't be treated in this manner by anyone you know it's absolutely disgusting and and i i think you need to grow up and now face the you know face someone that you've hurt. So, you know, tell me when you're free to meet for a drink and and we will and let's do that. Um, you know, otherwise I just I just feel such anger towards you that I'm going to, you know, make sure you don't get away with this. I think it's absolutely disgusting. You need, you know, what would your mother say? It's disgusting the way in which you're treating me. How dare you?
1: Anna, what do you think about that? What would your mother Think oh, new. my goodness. I, do you know what? I feel a bit sorry for yeah, the girl. Do you know what
2: I do? She's really upset. but she do you know what? She does it in such a dignified
1: <laughs> way. But it's so funny because we're laughing because of her voice, essentially, and that's a bit mean of us.
2: Well, we're but, both quite poshies as well, actually. So. I don't sound
1: like her. I'd quite like to be as posh as her, there. It's a good accent. I'm a darling. You know, it's just disgusting, George. George.
2: I mean, Prince
1: Charles and... Leonardo I, DiCaprio, I mean- who is very well documented, shagging anything in sight. I wouldn't boast about... Being with Leo. I mean, he literally has bedded everyone. Everyone. I don't think there's a nation that he hasn't shagged. I
2: don't think he hasn't shagged I think he's been
1: around the world a hundred times. I'd like to... No, I I mean he has probably slept with a woman from every single country around the world.
2: If Leonardo DiCaprio offered it I mean, let's take out the equation. I don't think I'd shag him. I
1: think I would. I don't find him that attractive. Do you know what? Mm. No, I'm
2: I'm quite into Leonardo. Anyway, we digress. But anyway...
1: I feel sorry for her. She's obviously got. Uh, she's an integrous woman. <laughs> well, well, she's a, she's you know she's a she's got good and- good morals and she's of good standing and she would never ever George have a one night stand and how dare he treat her like this? I mean, but I mean this, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, they've had a conversation about it before they've done the deed because she says, you know, this wasn't it wasn't our conversation last night. This wasn't our agreement. This was, it wasn't the agreement, and so he's thought, oh yeah, I'll just. Like you know, keep her wham
2: bam. Thank you, man. Yeah, and then give her you. a little
1: pump and dump. That's what he's oh. done, and he wasn't. Um, she wasn't expecting that, was she?
2: No, and I I feel really sorry for her too I because feel sorry for because her. I think why this has done the rounds as well so much is. Look, correct me if I'm wrong. I think most people would just <laughs> shout, scream, probably swear an awful lot, and and you know, she but gives them a so good measured, dressing
1: down, it's and on, then
2: invites him for a drink. I mean, I think this is this is the thing. <laughs> Bless her, she's she is absolutely, <laughs> she's so upset about it. And then it's at the end. Well, like, I think we should meet up for a drink to discuss it. Discuss this every nice GMT, George. But could you imagine after all of this, they're meeting back up in a bar, and then it it would be. I mean, how she sounds. It is like honestly, like. Like my mother who's a bit posh <laughs> sitting me down and ticking me off
1: i think she was really crap in bed do you think well her voice you note know, is so boring and stilted and stiff i can't imagine her swinging off the bloody Bedpost. <laughs>
2: but how, I mean, well, it's like anything, how does it go viral? Now, I, I've been trying to get George, the guy, uh, uh, on for the podcast because I have a friend of a friend who's probably listening to this actually, uh, good old ad, um, who, when we, but this is why I say, this is how I just love how things can go viral so quickly. Yeah. We were at, um, our kids go swimming together, um, and I was talking about it, and they were saying how much they like the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, and then I said, oh, well, we're going to do this on Monday. And he went, oh, no way. He went, I, I've got a friend of, of the guy. Of George. Who, who he said, I heard Pump this. and dump George. Pump and dump George. Um, so we were trying to get George to come on to hear his side of things, but, I mean. I think George has gone into hiding. I think, I think George has left the planet. I mean, could you actually imagine? The I really is, want no, to know
1: this girl's name, because I just imagine her being called, you know, something like. Miffy. No. Camilla. Camilla or Cecilia, yeah. or, you know, something yeah. like that. You can see how... Cecilia Rowbottom-Smith. I mean, lovely. It could, <laughs> she could well be. But, do you know what? But on the flip she's, side... Oh, does it, so have she's we... obviously looking for long-term commitment she and love. She feels really violated. And she does. She feels violated. and But her voice note is hilarious because... It tip it. Now, I have been out with a few boarding school boys and they're always, I found, emotionally one of two ways. They're either hugely over-emotional criers because they were so lacking in love from their parents while they got shift, um, shipped off to boarding school or they're so emotionally stilted and stiff off a lip because they got shipped shipped off to boarding yeah. school. And she reminds me of completely emotionally stilted. like She's so hurt by him. Um, but she's finding it really tough to vocalise that. She she really is. And I, I, I almost
2: wonder what else has been going on in her life with guys <laughs> because I get the impression that she has never been, never. you know. She, never had a one night stand. But, but also she's she's the one I seems to have always called the shots. As in, you know, yes. she says when, yes. how high, you jump, I'm in control. And it's so this guy. saying I'm not jumping, I'm not pumping we've, no we've, more. No, we've, we've had consensual Girl, sex. Girl, bye. See ya. That's all I wanted. But have you have you ever had a one-night stand and then felt really, really naffed off
1: the next morning about it? Well, I'm not being funny. If you have a one-night stand, I think you, it, it is that. It's a one-night stand. You don't expect anything else after it. And I think this is it. But I think she didn't think it was a one-night stand. Well, she shouldn't have shagged him then. She should have got on a few dates with him. Held that shit back. She should have done the third date rule. Third date rule. You no, know, oh, I won't say that. Go on.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. My husband will kill me. Ah, no, right. Yeah, don't bring, <laughs> don't bring him into this. But did you say, have exactly third date, third just or fourth date rule. Just
1: don't do it. Stick to the third
2: date rule tease your tease your tease i think as well once bit into twice shy right so i mean i can't I, I really hope my mum doesn't listen to this um oh my god my mum and dad do listen hi mum. hi dad love hi, you Hi lose mum and dad um <laughs> but i so i i have only once in my life a long long time ago the gossip. have i had the one i can't believe i'm saying this actually genuinely nervous talking about this Dirty, dirty but, Anna. no but i but Fossy it's
1: bitch. awful <laughs> isn't it I know. What's but, awful? I've never well, really no, had a but one. But you understand. know
2: what? It, well, only, only once. And actually, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm going to be completely honest. How did you feel after? I, I felt liberated. No, I actually felt. I, <laughs> I felt a bit pissed off. Why well, you did it? I know, and that's You're the pissed thing. off at yourself. Yeah. Well, I I did feel a bit. Um, oh gosh, I've just done an Shacked
1: act with someone and intimate act with a stranger. yeah and
2: now it's kind of he's clearly not interested but you know what to be fair he ne- but to be fair he never professed he was he for just, anything other than that yeah
1: and you know caught up in the moment did you, you feel know. a bit used yeah but did you feel like you might have used him
2: yeah and it was it was equally consensual but actually it so it just felt a bit weird is probably what i would say was
1: he there in the morning still no that's good no, and it was you it want just, to get in and get out. That's but you, my advice,
2: <laughs> quite literally. But you know what? What it did teach me, and this is what I say to this: we're going to call her Camilla, uh, for the
1: sake of the podcast. Camilla. It did teach me, uh, actually. You know what you learn from your experience? Well, according right? to Camilla, she's been with old Camilla's husband. Wow. She's wow. she was name dropping left, right, and centre. Cool. Prince Charles, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, I've worked for De Dug- Guggen. I can't even D- say De To Guggen.
2: (laughs) Very posh company. You can imagine now Prince Charles' office quickly... Trying to prepare yeah. a statement just in case this ever comes back to haunt. But you know, everyone's entitled to a pass. But you know, I think you learn from this, and I hope that this lady also she just won't perhaps do it again. she won't. I didn't do it again. I was like, Same. do you know what? That's that's not. Such <laughs> you know, some people, and I have friends of mine that genuinely absolutely love it. They love that no commitment, one night stand type sex arrangement. It's
1: not. I for don't me. think you can have good sex with a total stranger. I don't think so. Like I think that you need like okay, friends with benefits, and you get to know each other. But for one night only you can't really get to grips with that person what they like what they yeah Yeah. you're better off just having friends with benefits and a casual arrangement if you don't want the commitment i agree but you know camilla you shouldn't put out so (laughs) easily next time if it upsets you this much what do we think of george you know what george is a red-blooded male but he's obviously led her down the garden path a bit, which is slightly mean, George, because you've obviously had a conversation with her and led her to believe that this is going to be something more than what it was. But maybe George did think it could be more than what it was. And then he sat with her and thought, oh, no, you'll crap, I'm off. Yeah, could have done. I no think one wants to have, like, bad sex forever, so... That's true. You should probably give it a second chance, though, George, because she might get better second time round. Anyway... She might do. Anyway, God we, bless we Camilla found, um, and George. Yeah,
2: we, Camilla and George, who we have now. Well, we know he's George, don't we? Yeah, uh, very funny. Um, so, um, so yeah. I mean, what do you think of that voice? No, did you did it ping up in your inboxes? What do you think of that? I mean, we had a little a little snigger about it, didn't we? we? Sniggering. Um, uh, very good. So let us know. Uh, of course, it's uh, loose lips pod at gmail.com If this If our email address, we'd love you to get in touch with us. Um, now it is that time of the podcast, Lulu Bell, um, where we have the infamous loved by many. Louisa's rant of the week. What is it this
1: week? This week, cyclist. Oh, yeah. One. I nearly killed one. Oh no. This week, <laughs> I nearly bumped him off, didn't I? Because he was the dick. Right, talk to us, come on. I think, okay, we pay road tax, we have to do a driving licence, we are allowing these nutters on our roads, they pay no attention to traffic lights, they pay no attention to pedestrians crossing, mind you, I hate pedestrians crossing the road as well, but they, they, they just don't give a shit. They're like, here's me on my bike, some of them don't even wear hats, they think that they're frigging immortal, and then when we accidentally nearly run them over, when it's their fault, they have a go at us. Yeah, the no hat thing's just silly. I mean, that's nuts. Well, in London especially, there's frigging cyclists everywhere. I can completely understand it's a good way to get around. But I think they should have to pass a cycling licence. Okay. And they should have to contribute towards paying for the roads because there's enough potholes in these bloody roads. We're coming into winter now. We're all going to get frigging punctured tyres again because there's stupid potholes that the council's never fix, even though we pay shitloads in council this tax. This is a whole new round which, which I'm different ram ram. all over that. But why are they allowed to just mamby-pamby, willy-nilly? Okay, there are no emissions. Nya, nya, nya. I don't really care about all that shit. They need to do a license. They need to pay even £5 a year contribution to the roads that they are using. And they should all have to be insured. Oh, yeah. As well. See, I could make a lot of money starting a business in cycle insurance. Boom, do it. Do it. I think it's a great business. I wonder if anyone does that. But I'm sick of cyclists. Sometimes, just sometimes, I feel like hitting them a little bit with my car very softly. No. No broken legs, just a little bump to say, your life is in my hands. Cycle like a decent human being. Otherwise, I could kill you. I know that's sick and sadistic and twisted. I mean, that's a big, that's a big power struggle. There, Imagine then. if I come out of here today and I freaking <laughs> hit cyclists you know and they die. This will be so bad. If you do that, I'm pretty <laughs> sure this whole podcast will
2: be canned very, very quickly. <laughs>
1: but I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them ignoring red lights and then they're pissed off that you nearly hit them. Dude, don't run a red light. If you are on the road, obey the laws of the road, do what the rest of us do and, and don't Act like you own the road. I mean, one of them the other they day... They get really
2: aggy as well. They, yeah. I, and, they, and I'm going to just slightly join in and Go say on, someone, join someone, in. No, someone ran, ran me in the pushchair over on a bike because they couldn't See? wait for the red light, so they went on the pavement. See? And then they cut up and nearly pushed me in the pushchair into the road. And what did you do? I shouted. Good girl. And then they shouted back at me and told me to eff off.
1: See? Th- th- and they're so fucking arrogant mm. as well. They are a complete and utter bunch of, my new word, clunts. Wow, know what that means, but it's not that actual word. It's a good. So I think I'm allowed to say it. Well, you have. But I just freaking hate them. The other day, one was on the inside of the lorry. The lorry was indicating to go left why why would you then be a cyclist in the wrong lane in the left-hand lane where traffic's going left to the left of that lorry clearly the lorry is going to turn left clearly you're in the lorry's blind spot and the lorry can't see you so the lorry turns left nearly takes him out and he's the one that's all upset about it he should have been in the correct lane everyone's got to be but this is the point they're either really stupid really arrogant or a bit of both and they should be made to con made to pay to contribute towards the roads they should have to be insured and they should have to do a license and it should be the absolute law that they wear helmets no one else is going to die except for them or you and with your pram well me and my pram yeah i know me and the pram but are you a cyclist i want to hear from you why do you act like such a bunch of ignorant bastards please email me and tell me what gives you the right to be such assholes Surely, I'm not the only one that thinks this about cyclists. Well, I think it about the one that, that, that knocked me off the pavement the other week. Yeah, what an arsehole. And they're all like it. Well, there you go. I mean, do it's you. The prerequisite. And do you know what else? Living around where we live, they all come up from london at the weekend to the country to do their country cycle rides with their stupid cycling clubs where they all ride two or three abreast on the road so you can't get past that's when i really feel like knocking them over i thought, just go in a single frigging fast so i can overtake you like you cannot beat me up the hill
2: (laughs) you cannot beat me up the hill okay
1: i'm gonna win i'm in a frigging porsche (laughs) move over Move over or I will take you out. And you know who's going to come worse off. It's not going to be me. I'm in a metal car. You're in Lycra. Lycra on two wheels. Just move the fuck over. (laughs) Really pisses me off. (laughs) Really, really? You're both laughing. It seriously annoys me. It's not funny. Imogen can't even produce at the minute. She's crying. Do you cycle to work, Imogen? No. Thank God. <laughs> but just move over, don't come up it's from London at the weekend at the countryside where I happily live. I do not ride my horse on the road anymore because the cars are too aggressive. So I just get off the road, just piss off, pay something, do something with your life, but don't cycle in front of me.
2: At your peril, do you <laughs> cycle in front of Lou? It really annoys me.
1: I'm sweating now. Do you know
2: what? She's sweating. I um, I don't think I could ever see a cyclist. I have friends <laughs> of mine that cycle to work, and I don't think I could ever now see a cyclist without thinking of you. Okay. Literally, I've got this image of you just accelerating up a hill Uh, that was Lou's rant of the week let us know what you think Uh, producer Imogen is crying right
1: now Um, no but other people must think this please email us looselipspod at gmail.com or just um, hashtag looselipspod um, and at us on Instagram at Louise Zisman at Life Coaching by Anna, because I really want to know if other people feel this way about cyclists. Or are you a cyclist and you want to hit back? Yeah, and, and, Do you and, want to hit back and, and shout at people that
2: drive Porsches and run you off the road? <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear from you. Go for it. Do it. And you know what? We are. We, it's all about the right to reply. If Lou if Lou thinks it's worth it, then we'll read it back
1: out on the podcast. And also, please don't forget to rate us five stars. Now, last week I had a run. I'm always. Run. I'm such an angry person, Anna. But um, someone left us a shitty one-star review. Oh, that was so funny, so though. It was, it was so but funny. we don't like him. And one lovely listener who has listened to our five-star request this week was Charlotte. You are our Queen of the Week. Yay! Um, she said, ladies, great discussion, great banter and great content. Cheers, love. I laugh so hard that at one point my blood relinquished a small part of its control. Listen, you're
2: talking to... Listen, we
1: are both always... We're always peeing ourselves. Always, Yeah. She said, I'm a 30-year-old mother who really should have done her pelvic floor exercises more than she did. Ditto. Oh, my God. I've got the funniest story about pelvic floor. I need to know. Um, I just wanted to clear that up that I'm not pissy pants by nature. <laughs> we are. The opinionated opinions are refreshing, humorous, and most importantly, real. Can I have my wine and chocolate payment now? Oh, no. yes, Charlotte. Maybe we should send her wine you know and what, chocolate. Send we, us your address, Charlotte. We'll, yeah, we'll but send you. If you're you. just called Charlotte and listening to, that, to this, and you didn't send us... That review, then don't. Yeah, you know who you are. You know who you are Charlotte. Thank you for
2: the lovely, lovely email. And you say that's the thing with us, and you know we are. We're just very honest, particularly Lulu today. I mean, that's a lot of cyclist hate. That, but that's I, a lot of cyclists dropping like flies. A, I, mean, me. I was going to say, <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel quite? You know, I cleanse feel like now. I've got
1: that off my chest now. I think you needed to, babe. I'm an angry driver yeah. in general. <laughs> she does. She it's like, <clears throat> she will nudge
2: anyone that gets anywhere within that, uh, like, within that car.
1: Yeah just want to touch
2: them. Can it's we talk one week as well about, this is for a whole new podcast, one of my angry things, is, it's all about your rants, but at the moment no, I have, have, have become, rant. thanks babes, but you know talking of driving, it's people that use a mother and pa- or parent and child car parking space in my supermarket oh. and they're driving a car with no child in sight and they're casually just swinging their van in there, it's always a van. Yeah, it's always a van. Always a van. <laughs> and you know what? I, but it's
1: because the vans are big and they need the big space. I don't give a shit. I need but to they- get to make baby the spaces up. bigger. I, well, yeah, but do you know I, what you should do? What? what I do: never leave your house and order a cardo. I mean, that is a complete solution. That's and I, I do, do. need I to never do go that. To a I
2: have started now, and I know we're moving on now, and we need to wrap up this podcast for bit, But it is my little miniature. one I'm talking to on, cars. Anna. Because it's re- I now I am that person that will sit in my car. I will refuse to park in a normal car parking space oh. if I have the child in the back in the car park and, and you I, wait for them. I will wait. And I will wait for that person and I will like
1: I will What is your waiting limit there? Can't be there all day, we've all got shit to do. Sure,
2: five minutes, five, ten minutes. Okay. But I will then and then when they come out I will window <laughs> the window will go down and I will then sidle up in the car, right? And I will literally and I'll go, um, excuse me. <laughs> did you know that that uh, did you see the painting on the floor that says a parent and child space if you're blind you shouldn't be driving exactly um <laughs> and uh, and i will make them move and I will be like. Do you realize, Babes, They're already moving. They've come out to leave for, for next time, Lou. I, they're leaving. They're I, moving anyway. Do you know what? I do? You're achieving nothing. But for next time, it's for it's for parents all over the nation. She's I'm like sticking a, her finger in the air. I, I, I do, and like like Camilla in that voice note. I'm doing it for the good of mankind. And I say, do you realize how many mothers or fathers uh, you have ruined their day because they can't get their baby out of their car and into the pushchair? Move your van. Don't park
1: your van in there. again. I need go oh, fuck off you silly bitch I'm going now anyway I got my lager uh,
2: yes you did <laughs> <laughs> that's where I live
1: keeping it classy uh, anyway so
2: thank you so much for listening thank maybe you. you've got a little rant that you want to join in as well it's all done in good humour Um uh, yes yeah, so you say give us the five stars if you, uh, if you are so kind if only you give us the five stars Lou, Lou gets
1: really annoyed if I you do. don't I do what and what do? have you got this plan this week I oh we've got our girls dinner party Anna on Friday I
2: think we should we should do some sort of content oh is it private though we no do, is it's it private not anymore? private okay fine well
1: we'll yeah it's a very exciting we will be night. Instagramming at a tom- little bit I've got a psychic coming know, to do so us so excited. reading so excited. I've got a chef for once I'm not cooking but we are having a girls dinner party on Friday at my house and I've been invited because I never leave my house you don't actually leave your house no Basically. although based on your shitty oh friends round, friend, can, friend, I'm can I just move- say really quickly about? I have to apply apologize. My friends were so offended. (laughs) by my shitty friends rant last week one of them messaged me on whatsapp and was like oh my god Lou I'm listening to your podcast I'm so sorry lovely Rochelle it wasn't about you darling she even started sending me screenshots of houses that she's looking at when she's going to move to a bigger house where she can have me over because she feels like her house is too small she's like the thing is your house is so amazing and we all just come to your house because it's big and all our kids can descend there and I never even think about it in that way and I'm so sorry I was mortified Hide. Oh, you see. I was shrinking like, shitty oh my God, though. shitty friends, slagging <laughs> off shitty friends. But it wasn't about the fr- If I speak to you, you're my friend. It's the ones that never frigging message me and just take all the big party invites and come and then never speak to me for the rest of the year. It's the chance. So of- I apologise, friends. So real. Fr- oh, this is. Log this one, Imogen. An apology. Yeah, That's look- it. That's all you're getting. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <and> goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening this week. We will see you next week. Bye. Have a good week. Bye.
2: Hi, I'm Anna Williamson from Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast. If you haven't listened to my series yet, please do come on in. It is all about parenting from an emotional and mental health perspective. And believe me, we delve deep into the real honest feelings, warts and all.
1: You know, I came out and I said, I really hate breastfeeding. If you're struggling at the minute to breastfeed, give it up. Stop doing it. Your mental health for me as a mother is much more important than whether your kid is fed from a boob or breast. Why bother doing it if it makes you miserable? So please do
2: subscribe. Come on board. It's Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast with me, Anna Williamson, and all of my very, very special guests. You can access it on Acast, your Apple Podcasts, or however else you get your podcasts.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.